Did you get? Were you getting a parking ticket outside? Was that guy giving you shit outside? That's why, Aaron, you got to book better locations. No, well, I didn't book this. I mean, I mean, the guy was bringing clubs, and I think he was hitting balls out in the over the park over there. Yeah, he comes by, he sees the memorial stuff on the side of the car. He's like, "Is that is that this week?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like it's the, the memorial. It's Memorial Day today. Right. Thought that would kind of go. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. he had no clue. He had who no I idea was. who you were. No. Wow. Which is Wait, awesome. this was at the range? No, no, this was right out here. Oh, fuck. And he at, asked you about the tournament? I had a nice parallel park job. He actually gave me like a head nod because I didn't hit his car. That's amazing. He didn't know who you were. Does that happen a lot when people just don't know who you are in the golf? I mean, everybody knows you in the golf. Uh-huh. I love when that happens. Hmm. I like being just a guy. Yeah. I mean, I always ask the same question. Do you ever get annoyed by like people coming up to you and being like, Ricky? No, because I mean, at the end of the day, when that stops happening, mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. If people are like coming up to you and like wanting a picture, mm-hmm. anything like that's good. But yeah, we're dealing with dude, that right and, now. <laughs> and honestly, the golf community is so nice. Everybody's like anybody who's a golfer is going to kiss your ass. Yeah. Other than the guys that are from like Boston area. They chirp you. All I've done is show oh. respect. <laughs> All I've done is show you respect throughout your whole entire career. And we will continue to. Is he, is he, you're the first. Go- he's a go- first golfer on the show. No, DeShambo. Uh, DeShambo. Oh, Bryson. Bryson came on as well. Yeah. Bryson. Yeah. When was he on? Bryson was on what uh, one of our earlier episodes, right? Yeah, you guys boys. Yeah, and Bryson obviously he's he goes about things differently than most guys probably. I mean, it's well, been impressive. All the science and shit with the balls. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much more that he looks into or thinks about than other guys. I mean, you have the full spectrum of like guys that are completely say like old school or feel and maybe don't want to know much they just kind of hit it figure it out and then it'd be like bryce on the complete other side like explanation or a reason for everything and hey, you kind of find out where you fit in and what works for you and go do it guy just smokes the ball and then it's so fu- we played with him once right it was yeah i, I didn't play with him but you guys played i think yeah. or you just did your thing with him the skit but yeah he's on a whole nother level of thought process when it comes to the whole game no so. like i said it's been impressive to see what like what he's done yeah to go from if you look especially if you look at like pictures of him in high school and college and then first couple years on tour i mean he was thin not very big and then to see like the kind of transformation because ultimately he wanted to start hitting it Mm -hmm. harder and further and could be juicing yeah (laughs) was it a test for steroids yeah yeah so we're since they always tested before golf went into the Olympics, but now once golf went in the Olympics in 16, we're under all the same regulations of USADA and WADA and all the Olympic testing. Right, 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 right. Who else are you like friends with on the tour? Like who's like close? I mean, closest for me, uh, JT, Jordan, um, Duffner, Cantlay. Um, Is Duffner still packing bangers in his lip? <laughs> He's always got a little no, poker sticking out. Not much. I mean, he, he slams hogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's plenty during tourneys. Yeah, or, I mean, there's uh, a, there's plenty of guys out there. That picture do of him it, when but... he slept with the trophy. No, you know that picture with him with he was sleeping with the trophy when he was wasted. It was yeah, viral. there's there's plenty of guys that dip out there. He doesn't do it much anymore. Well, when I played with, I played in that fucking celebrity thing. He had a <laughs> packer in there the whole fucking time. Yeah. He was like, he was like dripping down his lip and he was all like, he had his gut hanging out. That's like fucking you, bro. Of course. That's why we got along so well. We got along so well. He's, he's someone that's, uh, Duff, I feel like can kind of be misunderstood at times because he kind of just, he just chills and cruises. 
but when you're like part of his circle, he's, I mean, easily the be- one of the best guys out there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm part of the circle. He's actually he's we're he's staying. Uh, we're staying together this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. You guys stay in the same house? Yeah. So there's a lot of weeks. Most I would actually say majority of weeks we we rent a house, and um, of those, sometimes we'll have a chef, which makes things a lot easier just to be able to That's go play. Yeah. You know, we don't have to worry about making food, yeah. getting food. Um, yeah, and I would say guys that split houses with the most, it's JT, Cantlay, Jordan, Duffner. You guys uh, like, like JT pick up the tab for the house now that he's running hot? Like, is um, it like who runs it hotter? Like, <laughs> no. It, Everybody's that equally divided? Yep. He doesn't like step up and be like, yo, I just won the fucking PGA. This one's on me. <laughs> you you would you would think that might happen, but no, no. We, <laughs> but we you're just, like, what? You're like the second or third highest paid off the course or something like it's up there right like in I've, terms of brand deals and all the business stuff you do i would say we're, we're probably up there i don't know what everyone makes but i've been very fortunate to have um some solid partners through the years um so that's been a, a lot of fun to obviously continue to work on the golf game it's been tough over the last couple of years but to be able to have the off course stuff to learn a little bit more about that space and kind of dive into not just golf, but learn, you know, what goes on and, and how to kind of uh, make the most out of the friendships, partnerships. I mean, yeah, you get sponsored by people, but for me, I don't want to just go and be sponsored by someone because they're going to pay me money. It's, mm-hmm. it's more fun when you can kind of see eye to eye and yeah, work together, it's fit, do right? stuff together. Mm-hmm. I played. I played with uh, Travis Miller. Yeah, he, he does some work with you, right? We played with Trump. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah, so Travis and Colin. Uh, Colin and I went to middle school together. Oh wow. Yeah, so kind of a, a throwback there, but um, I mean, pretty cool. I mean, his story with how he started, kind of doing stuff, PJ memes, and then going into the media space that now. Page is big, yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you guys ever go like when you have the house things, like during the weekend when you have the golf? you're all staying in the same house. Are you guys ever just tempted to just say, fuck it, get destroyed, <laughs> and just get, like, totally fucked up and just go wild before, like, golf? Honestly, the true question. No, yeah. Because golfers love to fucking party low-key. Like, I see you, JT, Spieth, all you guys down in Baker's Bay when you guys go. I know you're trying to act like you're not getting fucked up. Your shirts are off and you're playing golf <laughs> and you're fucking zinged. I know you are. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, week of a tournament? No. Um, we'll have... A casual drink at dinner every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a long day. Yeah. You just feel like a cold beer or something. Yeah. Um, but no, tournament weeks, super low key. Um, Sunday nights, it's kind of, that's the the one time where you look to, if you feel like having a, a few and letting go. But that's about it. There's not too many John Daly's anymore. John Daly was just the guy who just didn't give up. No, a I feel like Duffner. Oh, yeah, we've had Daly on the pod too. Oh, yeah, we had Daly on the pod too as well. How yeah. could we forget that? Daily, he's a legend. You ever been paired up with him? Uh, we we usually try and play a Tuesday morning practice round at the PGA. Uh, we didn't play this year, but um, yeah, it's usually seven o'clock Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to just go early, play nine, and be done. So he doesn't play like the full eighteen. No, when we've played, it's just been nine. So he doesn't really even just does he even give a? Fuck? It seems like he just doesn't even give a fuck. Like if you're playing the PGA Championship, like you seem like you somewhat would take it seriously, right? But like he, is it true? Because like, I read he had 21, I don't know if it was just a meme, but he had like 21 Dr. Peppers and like 29 cigarettes. 
in the round, so he was like tracking him. I I don't know how true it was. I I didn't I didn't get to see it. Um, twenty one darts. That's impressive. Twenty one darts. That's numbers. I mean, think about it, twenty to have twenty one <laughs> darts in a round. It's more than a dart a hole. <laughs> I mean, well, at, and at, at Southern Hills, <laughs> there's two par fives. So even if you had two on the par fives, true. You, you okay. still got to find another hole where you got to have two par five. You could mix in probably one and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. So that's starting to add up now. So how would you rate your your game right now where it's at? Because obviously you're struggling lately. It's like not like I was going to pretend this was an intervention, by the way, that this was for your golf game. Like you're actually here, well, you know? Well, yeah, why not? So what would you rate your game right now from A, B, C, D, F? Uh, well, if F being kind of the the lowest, um, we're we're definitely not there. Mm-hmm. Um, have kind of have gone and passed through that. That was, you know, it's been a, a rough, almost you know two, three years. Um, but in anything, I mean, you're never going to be at the top or just kind of clean sailing, ride the wave. Like it's going to be up and down, whether it's life, business, sport. Um, unfortunately this has been longer than anyone would want to go through, Mm -hmm. but I would say I'm in the C area. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, we've, we've been through F and D. Right. Um, but we're heading the right way. Nice. Why do you, why do you think you're in this slump right now? Like what's there's, changed? There's been a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, ultimately you go through whether it's like swing changes or working on things because you're you're ultimately trying to be better. Um, you never try and change stuff to just be the same mm. or move backwards. Like that's that's not the point. Right. Um, you know, we're all competitors, and for me, like I was ultimately or always always trying to get better. Um, it it sucks that the taking a step back you know to take kind of two forward it's it's been a lot longer and a lot bigger step back than we wanted but um kind of going through and working on a lot of stuff uh i've always been like a very much a field player and i would say working on different stuff i kind of lost the the feel of my swing in a way so it's taken time to it was like kind of crossing off everything from before and then like rebuilding and kind of relearning and getting my feels back so yeah there were times where it was it was brutal i didn't wasn't sure you know what was necessarily coming to the course but you got to grind through it um, yeah you know you can't go sit at home and and try and just work on it there um there's only so much you can get from that you gotta gotta get out in the middle middle of everyone and test it out you know see where you're really at how do you tune out like the haters you don't. They're there, but I mean, you know, dealing with guys like him. I'm not here. a hater. By the way, I actually only <laughs> show kidding. support. I came Riviera. I was like, hey man, like you're the. I mean, you actually came to me. You're, Ricky's always been one of the greatest guys on tour. Still is. And by the way, you've done an amazing job with your brand too. Obviously, which we talked Thank about before. No, but like, you're always gonna have haters. Yeah. Um, sure, you guys have plenty of, of haters. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the way I look at it, like if everyone likes you, I mean, one that's never gonna happen. But like. If you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. A lot mm-hmm. of times, it's it's out of jealousy. Um, I would say a majority of the time that that's what it is. Like, people you don't have would, haters until you're like really popping. For yeah, sure. like if you're just normal Joe cruising around, like, yeah, no one really cares or anything. I but feel like you're a fan favorite though. Definitely, I for have sure. I have a great following. Everybody's cheering for Ricky Fowler. Everyone. Yeah, there's there's haters out there and. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, but if they saw you in real life, they'd ask for a photo for sure. 
good chance of it. I think um, so. All, or, if all that, or if you reply to the DM, they'll be like, I'm yeah. so sorry, dude. Yeah. I'm mean, just trying to get your attention. Yeah, all, the, yeah. all the hate happens on social media. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, that's like social media has given us so much to be able to, I mean, think about like podcasts and stuff and to be able to create so many different opportunities and to be able to connect with fans and kind of bridge that gap. But at the same time, it's given, you know, dumb people sitting at home, the kind of a voice, but people, you know, whether it's you guys, me or anyone that is someone or can, whether it's get canceled or ruined by any means, like mm-hmm. there's no repercussion for people at home, but anyone that has some sort of voice or is someone like you got to kind of be careful. Mm-hmm. I feel like golf's the toughest when it like for mental out of all the sports, you're you have to be super tough mentally. Or you're I know. fucked. It's fucking. That's what I respect so much about you guys. Like, so much pressure when you're playing out there, and it's so mental. It's like, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, all, all sports are mental, but I think a lot of it is like the pace of it. All a lot of other sports, since they move so fast, a lot of it's more just you go through your practice and your training, and other sports are a little bit more just like based off reaction, like. You just react off instinct and what you've worked on. And in golf, you've got so much time to think. Like you're trying to shut off in between shots and like get back in it. Cause if you try and go focus for five hours straight, yeah, it's not gonna happen. you're done. But to kind of be able to, you're still on the whole time out there, but to really dial in and, and when you're, you know, getting ready to hit a shot or go into that certain moment. But uh, like I said, when you have, not saying like hitting a fastball and you know major league is by any for it's probably the hardest thing to do in sports but you're you're reacting to something you don't have time to think really boys this episode is sponsored by shopify <laughs> shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide if you're inspired to start a new business venture this year you guys gotta try shopify shopify is the only tool you need to start run and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage shopify's there to help you grow so whether you're offering custom stickers from shopify's in-person pos system or selling sunglasses on shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform you are in good hands by now it's clear you boys know that i love shopify we've used shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy that gear hosted on our website my favorite thing about shopify is no matter how big you want to grow it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. What what would you say is your biggest pet peeve in the golf course? Something that just drives you fucking nuts. Slow play obviously seems like the obvious answer. Yeah, I don't like would it be fans. Do fans ever yell in your backswing or anything like that? Usually not. I mean, that's usually that's pretty frowned upon. Yeah, I, I would say if someone does that, they 
if if it happened before you hit the ball. I mean, people yell and do all kinds of stuff afterwards. But I did that with the uh, I was with Patrick Reed. It was my first event ever, and uh, I was Patrick Reed was hitting out of the greenside bunter. I've never been to a PGA event in my life, and I had two. I was double fisting two Bud Lights. Was that when they invited you? Uh, who? The PGA. I don't they invited PGA, you I don't somewhere. Think the PGA really ever invited me. No, because no actually, way. his guy Tra- Travis told me that they invited you once. Yeah, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob had like an all-access pass, and like he was supposed to be making a good impression on the tour, and then he just got this fan like totally wasted, and that's yeah. that's, that's how they're like, bro. That's what happens. You're, <laughs> at least you're transparent bro. with who you are. You're and so then you're like, you're then you're like, do why don't they let me post PGA shit anymore? <laughs> Dude, you're you're like a happy Gilmore fan. I'm so flagged. You're by supposed everything. to do that like the second time, at least get in, and then. I just I was never good at following the rules, but anyways, at the end of, at the, end of the <laughs> we day, know. I fucking had two Bud Light aluminum cans, and I obviously pounded one right away. And I'm sitting there, and like I'm talking to some guy who came up to me, Patrick's hitting right out of the bunker, right next to me. Take a sip, fumble the fucking can right in Patrick's backswing. It was like ding, ding, ding on the fucking concrete. Wife gave me the death stare. His that was wife. just an accident. It no, was like accident. you were trying to do something. He's the kind of guy that would get pissed though. Yeah, yeah. Reed seems a little uptight. Yeah. So 2018, that was Augusta, right? Yep. You finished second to him. Mm-hmm. So what was that moment like? Patrick Reed. Take it easy there, George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> wait, we're on the topic of Patrick Reed. <laughs> Guys, like 2018. <laughs> yeah. No, but bro. It was like March 2018. I feel like, dude, if you <laughs> could chirp in golf and you could moment. say, yo, I think if you could chirp in golf and you could say something to Patrick Reed, like, yeah. you could get in his head. Mm-hmm. But you can't yeah, do like, that. Uh, Patrick and I've always we've actually been you know I wouldn't say we're like good friends or anything it's not like we we hang out but we we played a lot of junior golf together um so I've known him a long time and you know in that you know moment or that back nine when I have a chance to you know kind of make a run and have a chance to to win um you're not really worried about like who it is or whatnot you're just okay I know what those guys are doing I know what I need to try and do and you're just trying to execute and play. Um, and then, you know, I, I birdie the last finish. I mean, there's nothing I can do. So I'm just kind of, you know, sitting and waiting. Um, so he obviously closes it out and wins. You know, there's, there's nothing you can really do. It's not like, you know, other sports where you're worrying about guys coming, running, tackling you or something like that. You need to text DM Bob and say, yo, go fucking <laughs> yell in Patrick's backs me. I'll have planters everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's all you can do is take care of right. your game and, and play the how you're trying to play. Um, you have no real influence on the other guys. Um, obviously, you can post a lower score and, and make them chase you or something like that. But like I said, it's not like you're, you know, pitching to them or yeah. running and, you know, trying to take them out. It's just, dude, on the on the flight here, I was thinking about it. There's never been like any beef between golfers in the history of the sport. It's all behind. It feels like it's like a dirt behind the scenes. Like there's got to be because everybody's shit. always traveling. There's, pro- there's got to be so much. Like drama, people are fucking right? each other's wives, probably and shit. Yeah. And like you know, like I'm guessing it has to be. Like, there's never been one thing. I don't know. I'm just saying that's like the way I visualize. Not it. fucking, but maybe hitting like, on and shit. Hitting on. Yeah. Definitely some shady ass. Not to make. I I, I stay away from any of that if if there is any. But you know, yeah. um, no, there's. I mean, like anything, you take a group of 200 plus guys and you're going to have some very different personalities. Mm-hmm. You're going to have plenty of guys that get along and there's plenty of guys that are not friends by any means. Um, but I'd say for the most part, like sport wise, it's guys know how to kind of keep it cordial and just like, I don't like you. You don't like me. 
every right. once in a while there's stuff but yeah you don't is really there anyone you don't like on the tour no nah, i'm like i mean bob will tell you i'm about as easy going and i get along with everyone um like when you brought up like haters and stuff earlier i always was someone that still am but have learned to let go a bit but like always like being able to please everyone or make everyone happy or like help take care of people he's a gentleman and a respectful man aaron sorry okay, you're not my fault but at the end of the day like that's not going to happen so you have to be able like kind of learn to accept that okay i can't please everyone so i this is what i have time for especially with like family grown and stuff like you got to learn to be able to say no and when did you like realize that like what kind of point i realized it i mean in the first couple of years on tour but it took a couple of years of kind of learning a little bit more and adjusting um that like hey this isn't possible it's just gonna it's gonna wear you out so mm -hmm. you kind of have to just shut that side out and focus on the things that you can focus on one of yeah. you know who's a very likable guy or it probably still is i don't know what's going on but we'll ask you about it, in your opinion because i think you've been vocal about it but mickelson was a guy who was uh he got in a little bit of what did he do what did phil do um they're talking about the saudi league right the saudi yeah. league is that greg norman's yeah. league yes yeah, so live um touchy subject right now in the pga right yeah i mean it's not touchy for me i mean it's what, uh, what is that exactly ricky can explain it I don't so know. the live tour um the whole reason it's kind of has the name or saudi league is because it, it's the main funding is through the um, public investment fund from saudi um but it would it all take place in saudi or everywhere no okay it'll be it's it's all around the world so they're having their first event um what in a week and a half in london uh, a couple weeks later there's one in oregon and then another they're doing so th this i guess half year they're doing like five events or something but so like, is it one or the other like if that's you, what guys really don't know right now okay. the pga is holding what, pretty what, firm what's like enticing about the new league um so f what i've always or i shouldn't say always but like since this stuff has kind of come up um i think it's somewhat exposed that like i've always believed that the pga tour is the best place to play and that's what everyone still believes um you know as fans or anyone that knows golf like the pga tour is is the top of the top um but as if if things don't like change or evolve over time other tours or things can come in and kind of create competition because they may see that there's a opportunity for something to be better or there's room for growth um and that's why i think because it's not only live uh, there's another one called premier golf league that has come up uh these have both been in the last couple of years so um yeah, that's there is competition. I've I've always been under the impression, and like I I think competition is great. Um, I think it's only better for the players, um, but it's something I've always used growing up or to this day. Like I go play with guys like JT and Jordan and Cantley. Um, you know JT and Cantley since they live by me at home. Like we play and have matches together to kind of we push each other, um, and I think that's it only makes you better. So that's kind of where. This stuff is um, like, I guess, kind of the basis behind live is it's a little different um, to try and 
change it up a, a little bit. It's only 54 holes, so three days. Um, yeah, what are the main differences besides that? Like, what are they? What do you think they're, that's different? Is it more, they're trying to make it more entertaining and more Yeah, in attractive? a way. Um, not that 72 holes of, of golf, that's, not that that's not entertaining, but if you want to try and do some things different to mix it up. So it's 54 holes. It'd be, um, there's 48 guys, um, 12 four-man teams. Uh, there's, it's still an individual component, but there's a kind of side team component. Um, everyone would be on course at once. So like I guess I'd shotgun start. So everything's, you know, happening, uh, same time. It's, you know, you don't have the, you know, guys teeing off in the morning and then afternoon and all that. Uh, so it's, it is very different. Um, and what they're paying more, right. Too, or. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of money out there. There's well, like the purses money. are bigger. Well, look who it's backed by. Uh, yeah. Shit. Um, well, how can you not be interested Saudis. in that? It's just their the, fun money. Yeah. They're like, let's start a golf yeah, league. They're just like their oil's blowing <laughs> up and just shooting oil out of their fucking. Yeah. Yeah. As of right now, um, the purses are at, I think 20, Holy shit. Is it twenty or twenty-five million? Um, Whoa! Per per event? Yeah, I can't remember the exact. So, what numbers. would the individual winner get? So, say hypothetically, you play four four million in comparison to if you win a regular PGA Tour event, you would win. Most tour events are kind of in the one point six to one point eight. One point six. So that's obviously the. End so of they're the day. going for like a smaller crowd too, as well. Like you said, it's only 48. 48 guys. Right. But I mean, that could be good for you either way. If you stay with the PGA, the PGA might have to increase the purse yeah, but it's a very it's a compete. very touchy it's a very touchy thing because of, yeah know, it's, obviously with do you want to go ahead on this i was just say yeah it's it's a touchy area right now because i would say is like the players don't know what the like consequences or repercussions are going to be um that's pretty crazy that that's happening right banning now. guys um the pga you know, lifetime about suspension that? yeah wow. so like it's, there's an event coming up um i'm not playing but it's in a week and a half uh, in london like i was saying that's their first event so who's in it do we know yeah i haven't they were i think supposed to announce the field list i thought i heard last night or today um so well, in the next couple risk, weeks right? what's that if you commit to that you're taking a risk with the pga yeah for sure and there's there's been uh, there's a handful of guys that have kind of already voiced that they're going wow um but it's a very interesting place right now because the next couple of weeks it'll be interesting to see kind of like what stance the VJ tour takes um and you know what the consequences could or will be um so i'd say there's there's also a lot of guys just player wise that are just sitting back and waiting to see who makes the first move yeah you know yeah, somebody's like, gonna break happens? well it's the first event right mm-hmm so you want to see how the first event goes too, right? And you think Mick, is Mickelson going to play in this thing, or what is? So I think it says Phil, they're not. No one's committed yet, but I could be wrong. But it's Lee Westwood and is it Westwood, Westwood Mickelson, Garcia, Keimer, Sergio's playing? No, no. I guess they're interested, but it says they haven't committed. Yeah, I haven't seen the actual like but the, field list. Yeah, come but, the, out. but you look at that too. It's like at the end of the day, you know, if the money's that big of a difference. But obviously, the PGA Tour is not going to let that just happen. Yeah, right? the PGA is going to. I mean, why would they? It's a business. They're not just going to let it happen. Phil, why did Phil? And I, I just don't know. Really, I haven't researched it too much. So Phil's got a. Why did he get in trouble? Why did Phil get in trouble with that tweet? Because he's. I mean, he said that in Saudi they like murder gay people, but they would. He he's like it would be so good for golf what they're doing that I would still do it. Oh, so yeah. he was like kind of like yeah. condoned. Like, no, he didn't tweet it. I think he caught caught saying it. Yeah, he was doing shit. a um, an interview, and 
I think he'd said it was something that he was saying off the record. But yeah. As you guys you know, be like careful when off you say the record, on the record, like it's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty it's all savage. There. But I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It is no, it's it been is, a, yeah. it's been a tough situation. It's, I mean, everyone says like, you know, you have to say the wrong thing every once in a while. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone fucks um, up. You've never done that, have you? I'm sure there's been something along not on the, the record. Way. On the record, yeah, off the record. <laughs> Do um, it right now. No, I mean, you got to try and like still be authentic and real, but at the same time realize like you still have to be careful. Um, For sure. And who dropped well, him? Like, who, too. who dropped Phil? Did Callaway too? Like they they like put put it on hold or. They're still there, but like put it on pause for a bit. And when I think of Callaway, I personally think of like Phil Mickelson. So that's crazy that they yeah. just like, no one's safe out there with these brands, right? You can get just dropped. Well, for Phil like, was like the, you know. I know. Because nobody, like there was more, you know, he, Phil is a wild, wild gambler and everybody knows that. But Phil was pretty clean for the most part with everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I like Phil. Hopefully he comes back and he gets. Yeah. He gets no, back it's, I mean, it's it's beauty, to not have, it sucks to not have him back in the, uh, you know, PGA wise. You know, well, it's, it's like, like it, not it, the, the it's ship. nothing you like really wish on anyone to happen. No. Like, you don't want to see that happen to anyone. No. Um, but I'm, I'm curious out of like a scenario, like you see who's going to play in the LIV or live. Right. Mm-hmm. And you see these guys and you're like, fuck, I could really go win this thing and win. And if the purse is that yeah, big, it's how do like, you... I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, it's not about money, but it is too. Yeah. Um, of course I mean, there's a lot of guys that keep saying like, Oh, it's not about money. It's never about money. Like, there's part of it that it is. Like, everyone has a price. Sure. Like, if someone, you know, dared you or told you to go do something, like, there's going to be a number for it. Million dollar sex tape. I just want to put that on record. (laughs) Million dollar sex tape. I'll do it. I'm going to start getting the fun going. (laughs) Get the fun going. I'd be down all day. But so. 45 second tape, eh? (laughs) Yeah. 30 second one position. That's it. In and out. And then a fight. Fight but there's, is, but that's extra footage. It's yeah, it's it's interesting because I think a lot of people are looking Zapped at one male side. Male leaves and the girl other. very unpleased. <laughs> yeah, it's such a fucking wise ass. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, if you include the the argument after about how she's like, that's it, then it's gonna fucking I don't know. It's good for the tape. Well, what about like the actual after I have uh, sex with her for the forty five seconds? A lot of people. She doesn't like, really get taken care of. the The footage, the two minute bathroom footage, which she goes in the bathroom for two minutes after. That's the one people probably want. I don't know where you're going with that, but go ahead, Ricky. Sorry. We came off. Probably lost your thought on that. Money, and then Bob's only thinking about sex. Yeah. Just, you know, is what it is. Just be careful because kids do happen. I don't think this thing works, to be honest with you. Yeah, but you should be careful because you don't need a kid. That poor kid. I'd I'd be the best father in the world. (laughs) Like, son. No, that would be scary. My son would be like, we have Marine camp right away. Putting zaps in his baby food. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, but yes. Back to the yeah. sex tape. Mm-hmm. There's a price for everything, and not like I said, not saying that money it it's about that, but it's also it's not not about that. Um, guys are making decisions based off of what they think's best for them or the opportunity. Um, for me, I have I I can stand behind or support whatever guys choose, like. If they choose to go one way or the other, like doesn't matter to me. Like that's that's their decision. Um, but like, it's going to be super interesting these next couple of weeks to kind of see how things start to play out. But I think it's it's going to go on for a lot longer than that. You think you'd ever play in the in, in in what would it take for you to commit to play to that league? 
I haven't ruled it out. Um, and I mean, I don't, I don't know right now what it would take to commit. Um, I think, you know, kind of seeing the current status and where things are going, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more just someone that's sitting here on the couch and spectating for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart move. Like I said, like earlier on, like I still believe the PGA Tour is the best place to play. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to see it continue to be that. But uh, I do think there's there's stuff that could change or evolve to. What do you, you, what know, do you think? Them. There's a handful of things. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily go into details or need to bring up anything specifically. But I, th- I mentioned it. Uh, what about on like the enterti- entertainment side of things or something? Is there anything that they don't let you guys do or you think that can make the game more entertaining? Um. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a bit out there. I mean, you know, with like the matches and stuff that go on, um, you have to, you have to pay a, a fee to the tour to have any of those. So like any of those matches that you see that have, you know, gone on TV, whether yeah. it's, um, like the ones with, um, Is that Zerf's? Brian Zerf's thing. Yeah. yeah with BZ that, yeah. you know, he does the different matches. Uh-huh. There's, there's, um, that's coming the, up by the way, this will be, yeah, it'll already Brady? happen after Thursday. I think it's June 1st. So this will air when Wednesday or Thursday. So yeah, it's June first. So and not saying that the tour shouldn't <laughs> <Quick> necessarily <day. laughs> get fees for that. Um, there's there's stuff around that as far as it being like basically they, they own all our our name and likeness um, for you know whether it's on course stuff uh, as does. well as yeah, um, and that kind of goes back into are we independent contractors or employees, and that's kind of the some of the interesting stuff that I'm not sure how that's going to really play out. So any partnerships or brand deals you have to get approval from the PGA? I don't know the ins and outs of that. Not, not necessarily. I know like a few years back there wasn't uh, like you couldn't really do alcohol sponsorships, but that kind of changed over time. Um, but yeah, so like if, if we wanted to go us uh, film something and whether it stream it or or put it out somewhere mm-hmm. um there would be a fee involved with that like we wow. couldn't just they're go. very protective over their product that's crazy yeah. over all other leagues i think they're more yeah you know a little bit yeah just with just just tell me some of the flag. things you've gone through yeah yeah threaten to lose your account all that stuff you know yeah they're very they're strict. but i i mean i'm i'm not claiming myself to be necessarily smart by any means i know I know a little bit here and there but i don't know the full ins and outs and the details i just know the basics um so I'm looking forward to learning more and either why things are in place or if they can be changed for the like the betterment of the players. Yeah. That's why too is I mean the PGA Tour players that they're all they make good money. So like don't get it wrong. They've done a great yeah, job, yeah. right? PGA Tour's a great job because the grind is so intense. We talked to Bryson about it too. Like the grind to become a PGA Tour pro is insane. Being an independent contractor where you gotta pay for everything, right? Like you might be like negative if you're on the come up. On the tour? Oh, you could end up negative in the year, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's wild, bro. I mean, luckily, like we talked about earlier, I have, I have great partnerships, and that's something that kind of is like would be like my guaranteed paycheck before playing. But um, but that's after you were already established, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's guys that play on tour that you know may not have many endorsement deals, mm-hmm. whether it's club related or you know, there's I, not many guys really get paid to wear clothing. Um, you know, you could definitely go through the year. Um, because if you don't make any cuts, 
you're you're in the red. Right. And your, come up, your, your come up was pretty quick though, right? Yeah, it was crazy. I, yeah, I, I mean, I see. So yeah, I turned pro in was it, it was 2009, um, and I ended up playing a few events. I played well, but had to go to Q school. Uh, Weren't you the number one amateur in the got world? Got my card there. I was number one. I can't remember for how long, but I had, I don't know, a certain period of time I was number one. Were you like 13 years old or something? Not 13. My research is bad. Were you like really young? When you first, when did you first become a pro? No, I turned pro. Like I, was, I turned pro in uh, 2009, so I'd have been 20. All right, it's bad research. Wait, I thought young. I thought you played on the Ryder Cup. <laughs> pro the youngest guy in the Ryder Cup, oh, youngest American maybe. Yeah, I played Ryder <laughs> Cup um, end of 2010, which was the end of my rookie year. And How then, was that the first time? Oh, it's insane. Um, I mean, team events are by far the best weeks of the year. For sure, most um, entertaining too. Just being able to, because, you know, everyone plays, I mean, you have your own little team, but like for yourself throughout the year, it's, if you win, it's great. You know, you finish 10th, that's what you do. But like being a part of a team with those other guys and you're all about battling it out together, it's to do that, but also like behind the scenes, you know, at night, you know, have a drink together and everyone hanging out, whether it's guys playing ping pong or just messing that around the really team room cool. yeah it's just a it's more about the the hang for me like the golf is cool that's what we always do um but being able to play with the other guys that you know you're not playing as teammates very being often. on the rider cup team yeah. that's fucking dope yeah that's fucking sick 20 years old when you did that or were you 21 i was 21 when i did that who who was on that team um i mean I, we could search it up too. tiger was on it tiger um I don't even know if Did I can those name guys, the whole team. When you're that young, so what's Phil, that like? Like being on the Ryder Cup, Tiger and Phil. What's that? Are you nervous? Like, oh, for sure, hundred um, percent. One of the cooler parts was so it got kind of pushed back a day because of rain. So we finished on Monday instead of Sunday, and uh, Tiger in the singles. Tiger was playing in front of me, and then Phil was playing right behind me. So I was sandwiched in between those two guys. Um, oh, that's crazy. That's a lot of distractions. A little bit. I had Tiger in front of me um, cruising through his match and like fist pumping and Phil's behind me like trying to pump me up because I was I was down. Um, I was four down. Phil's I was, got side wagers on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Phil's like DJ gambling while he's playing. Um, but yeah, I remember I was four down with six to play. Um, I ended up coming back and having my match. So yeah. to have and by the wow. way, after I did that having Phil on the 18th green running at you that's not something you want because he's not a small guy right um that was a little scary yeah. uh, i thought he might tackle me yeah but uh luckily he was there on my team and not trying to tackle me but he's shaking it down for gambling do those do those guys give you, on they, give you a, like, yeah. they give you advice and stuff or are they like yeah i mean that's what's cool too about those team events is, is being around those guys and it's it's kind of an open book like you want to ask someone about something specific or what they do in that situation or whatever it may be like sit down have a drink and you know shoot the shit for a bit it's pretty cool especially not just the guys on the team but also like the vice captains and captain those are guys that Legends. are either still playing or mm -hmm. guys that were you know very prominent guys in golf so is it uh, do you know why tiger withdrew out of the last event right he withdrew going into uh, 
before the last day. Before, but he, was he injured or was it just? Do you have any inside info on that? Like why? why I think he wasn't going to break ninety or something. Yeah, he right? Was playing like shit, right? He was just like fuck it. No, well, I mean, one, it was tough out there. It was it was blowing um, Saturday. Um, I'll tell you one thing: for him just to go out there and be able to get around Southern the way he did and to, to make the cut, that's impressive. It's Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, with the state that you know he's been in, going through recovery and getting trying to get back to where he can just walk. Um, Crazy. I mean, made the cut in, at Augusta and and at PGA. I mean, what's your relationship like with Tiger? Uh, I would. I mean, we're close, not as close as like him and JTR. They they spend more time together, but um, yeah, it's been pretty cool to to see him come back this time, but also be a part of. Um, you know, the last, you know, eight or so years, we've all kind of uh, been able to spend a decent amount of time together. Um, this isn't as, I mean, it's not his first comeback. Right. Um, yeah, no. it's, it just shows you a lot of like his like mental toughness and what he's able to do um, up here. It's, I don't, I don't know if there's anyone that's ever been close to, you know, how good he is uh, mentally. Did he ever give you any like advice? Uh, usually it's just, like talking shit back and forth um he he loves to do that and take jabs but part of it like what was he doing chirping your fits or it, it'd just be anything whether it's playing matches at home or if i have a decent day and then a bad day or whatever um it's more like i mean like probably with your some of your closest friends like just talking shit you give shit to the people that you actually like and care about like that's I mean, just kind of how it is. So what makes it hard, though, with Tiger to play? Because they always say, is it more difficult to play <laughs> behind Tiger or in front of Tiger? In front. In front. And then why is that? Uh, well, just like talking standard play and whatnot. Um, Fan-wise, people are always trying to get up in front to watch him you know, play the next hole so or whatnot. So if, if, you're, if you're playing in the group in front of him, like you're going to have people you know, trying to run up ahead. and You're just like, fuck. There's people moving. I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, he's, it's not even close the, you know, how much of a draw he is and the amount of people he brings out. Um, yeah, if you're playing in the same group, you want to try and putt out before he finishes because as soon as he finishes the hole, people just take off. People just go. You're just like, right. all right, well, you're not here for me. So, right, right, right. right. And then the other guy's playing really fucking good right now, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Scheffler's on fire. He's playing really nice. How old's that guy? I DM'd him 3,000 times, by the way, to come to the show. Totally just left me on scene. Yeah, he probably, oh, scene he probably hasn't read delivered. him. Oh, scene or No, no, he left me on scene, and I just and then every time he left me on scene, I just kept hammering, because I'm like, don't leave me on scene. What are you doing? I just hammered him like crazy. It's like 2 in the morning, and he's ghost. <laughs> I think he's like a very Catholic religious man, too, I think. Yeah, I don't know Scotty that well. I, I mean, I know he's he is a, like, a really good guy um comes from a, a great family he's he's good people but it's been i mean very impressive to see what he's done this year well because i was so pissed yesterday i was actually really fucking heated that like i was because you know me i'm really motivated to building the show and like with kyle like we all are so here's the know, bullshit i really fucking go hard here's the bullshit <laughs> i really go hard at trying to get the best guests on here as we all do and so i was just so fucking heated that he just left me on scene but i get it because i'm like fucking I go after people. So you're admitting you couldn't get him? No. Well, so I, I let you out of 50K then. Oh, I called you about that side bet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
I'd rather do Ricky any day, bro. Yeah, obviously. I'd rather do Ricky any day than that guy. Oh, of course. Time out all fucking day. I'd rather do Ricky than fucking Scotty fucking Scheffler. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is. He won't say that when he's on, though. Yeah, no way. You should hear this. You know me enough, Ricky. Yeah, no, he knows you pretty fucking well. It's World War fucking three. But anyways, I what I did to kind of I bet against because he went into the playoffs with who Burns? Yeah, Sam. Sam just won, and I put a ten thousand dollar wager on Sam Burns last minute against Scheffler. I put a fucking voodoo curse on Scotty Scheffler, and he lost. So I'm fucking one and zero against Scheffler. So he can leave me on scene again, and I'll keep cursing. <laughs> you like to bet on sports at all, or no? Yeah, when you, I actually don't. Um, I mean, there's there's plenty of guys that do. Like JT will bet a little bit. Um, yeah, I've actually never. I've JT's never been hiding too, right? JT's been hiding. I mean, I'm losing fast. Dude, <laughs> word's getting around that the assassin's out. We'd probably have the whole golf world if it wasn't for you, I think. I mean, yeah. Jesus. I think that's I mean, what scares them. Probably, probably right? You think your partnership's Yeah, I know. Oh, we have. Trust <laughs> me. Hey, listen, I'm, very, I'm very sorry about bringing the best quarterback to ever play with this focus at the Super Bowl. Oh, my God, dude. sorry about that. Yeah. So what about when you guys play golf for fun? You get action on there? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's gambling that you have control over. Um, it's got to get intense out there too i don't know it's what you guys fun. play I mean, for we'll play it's anything from say like i'd say standard stuff would be anywhere 100 to 500 bucks it's nothing it's just bullshit. yeah bullshit. bullshit we play yeah, bigger than that fucking way we play bigger than that so, i mean most of the time it's yeah i mean it's nothing crazy i mean i think probably the most i've played for is like five grand um it's- like my when I play with MJ, our standards five hundred and a thousand on the second eighteen. Um, you beat him. I haven't beat him at Grove. Really? No. Who? who? Michael Jordan. You play against Michael Jordan? Yeah, we, I haven't played with him much this year, but we play a decent amount at home. How many strokes do you give him? Like, how do you work that out? He gets ten. Ten strokes. Mm-hmm. Did you? And you? And he beat you. He's a talker, though, bro. He talks to you a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. He'll, there's no filter. Just go. Damn. I mean, not that he's he's not laying into you like that, but it's, you know, we have some fun out there. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I think it's really good prep. Um, it's usually tee off around nine or 10 and play 36 and done by about four. And no stopping, just go. Are there any other, like, cool athletes whoa, whoa, whoa. that you I play don't know with? If we blow over Jordan that fast. Yeah. I think we hammer Michael Jordan for me because that's that's a pretty that's got to be your most your that's got to be the most incredible golf run you've ever played. Is well, I was going to ask that if there's anybody else you played with that's been like ups that if possible. He plays with Gretzky a lot too, doesn't he? They play a little bit. Gretz is out at Grove a lot. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I'm together. in a good spot that where I play with. I'm not sure how many <sighs> times it is that play with MJ. It's it's a lot. Um, he he loves to you know have the guys in the game you know have some action going and it's all just it's nothing that's gonna hurt anyone. I'm although he he would play for whatever you want really. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's been plenty of times where there's been guys playing him and they want to play for a, a dumb amount of money, but um, no one on the no one really on the golf side. Doesn't a party want to take that five grand whatever you guys are playing for from him at on eighteen? On 18? Like, yeah, when you beat him? Oh, it's... No, fast pay makes fast friends. <laughs> I, think, I think Phil... I know, I mean, Phil obviously plays... I mean, you could probably make a fuck ton of money outside of playing for his recreational games and just, for just you being there. Yeah, but I feel like if someone's willing to like play for that much or 
like they're not scared. Right. So it's a different scenario, especially like if you're playing someone that has a lot of money. I mean, it may not be as much to them as what it is to you type of thing. Right. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been in, I don't necessarily want to get into that position where I have to think about how much I'm wiring or no, I like to be able to pull out a, you know, a couple hundred. All right, here you go. So you're, you're at an interesting time in your career right now, because now you're at the point where you are, you're usually exempt from certain tournaments, right? Yep. Where now it's the point where the clock is running a little bit in the sense where you're not as exempt. What I read online is like from tournaments coming up. Yeah, so like, um, yeah, basically the good spot to be in would be like top 50 in the world. Top 50 or 15? 50. So top 50 in the world that, you know, you get you in all the majors and you're basically exempt into whatever you want to play. Um, so being outside of that, like, so next Monday, so we'll fly home after this. I'll do U.S. Open qualifier down in Jupiter. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, it's a, a different position where, you know, the first handful of years on tour, I was, you know, got myself in a good spot and was playing well. I didn't have to necessarily worry about where and when I could play. I could pick out my schedule based on I'm going to play there to lead up to a major or whatever it may be. Um, now, I, you know, play the ones that I can play in. And then, like I said, try and do the qualifier for U.S. Open, try and get in that. That's in your neck of the woods. It's in Boston? Yeah. Nice. Country club. Brookline. I know that course inside and out, by the way. I know you got a great caddy, but. just I'll just bring you in for. Bring me in. Be like, you can be caddy. I'll fucking launch the, the, I'll launch the fucking, because if it's a U.S. Open qualifier, it doesn't get as much coverage, right? Well, no, qualifier will be done in Florida. Oh, okay. But the U.S. Open's up in, in Brookline. Brooklyn. Okay, cool. What do you have to do in the qualifier to, to make it in there? What do you have to uh so that one will be a smaller field they have one up here as well in ohio okay um that's a bigger one but really just go play well it should be should be all right i honestly think that i'm not just saying this i think coming on this show the universe is working and i think fucking ricky fowler is about to go nuts i know that's what i really fucking feel we are like we are diehard ricky fowler we said this was an intervention this is this was just this was your moment where we're like all right let's go back in the game they have to pull me back all the time like if i get what's the next big tourney you're playing memorial this weekend um yeah this is a big one you finished second once right but justin rose won uh, let's see. That was back in that was in 2010. I think I finished second to Duff one year too. Mm-hmm. Who's I in had, this tournament? Is like everyone playing? Pretty much, I think. Right? Maybe it's we go usually, to New York and then come back here. It's a strong field. I'd love to. I've I mean, never been to a go- I've never been to a golf Fowler event, fucking, bro. We should just oh go God. full yeah. Fowler. Was this one? I mean, I'm, but I, I am full What's Fowler. What's this one now? like? This event? Yeah. Um. So it's. I mean. The memorial is basically like uh, Jack Nicholas's baby. This is his tournament. Um, it always has one of the strongest fields of the year. Um, it's I, I've always loved the event. It's it's really good. The only, the bummer, which actually looks like we have decent weather this week. Usually there's a lot of storms, but um, it gets a little rowdy out there too. Really? Yeah. Columbus is sneaky. Columbus is sneaky uh, as far as just the crowd being crazy. Yeah, there's usually. Solid turnout. A lot the, of people. the craziest one is the waste management, right? Yeah, not even close. Just all hammering people. There's Isn't no that like, where they're yelling like "Big Dick Rick" or something? Yeah, <laughs> that's where that started. 
Where did that come? Just out of nowhere, you started yelling that. Yeah, I. You gotta word, like word that. Word got though, around. Right? You know, that's not a bad nickname <laughs> to have. No, I'm, in I'm Scottsdale too. Huh? Yeah, you no. can't complain about that. It could be worse. There's a lot worse. Be worse with his little little dick, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a lot worse. Just had to, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that would. Like, be... We have little dick Aaron. You know, that's, no, that's, that's not. Call him. That's <laughs> no name. one says that. Just so you know, little dick Aaron. That's no, the no one says that. Miami right now. That's all I know. All Nobody says that. Everybody says little dick Aaron. I'm like, oh, he's over there. That's, that's it's funny, but yeah, no one says that. Yeah, just him. Yeah, just what's me. what's your favorite event to plan? My favorite is probably uh, Phoenix Open. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just very different. I grew up in action sports. I grew up riding, racing dirt bikes. So like, it's a little bit more, especially sixteen. It's like that stadium atmosphere. Um, the fans, like, yeah, you still have your normal golf fans out there, but it's not just that. I mean, I think. Typically Friday, Saturday, there's a couple hundred thousand people out there, and it's there's a lot going on. It's it's rowdy, it's loud. Um, Next year is going to be insane too. Yeah, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl and waste management in the same week. Both in Phoenix. Both in the same time. Yeah, same Both weekend. Same city. Same weekend. That place is blowing, blowing up. Whoa, Scottsdale's blowing up. Do you have any property in Scottsdale? I don't. No. Joe lives there. Does he? My caddy. Yeah. It's a good spot to get. Ever, after COVID, Scottsdale just went. I mean, all, yeah, I don't know if it's a good time to buy now because it's too no, high. It's crazy. Up, yeah, it's it is a good place. Um, so nice. Scottsdale really just has everything. It's a good balance because if you want to go out and get, not you know, want to go out and get fucked up, you want to go out and have normal time. You wanna, like it's just a good. Spread. I've never had a normal time there though. Well, because you go right, we go in for two days, three days into the Devil's Den. If you take your girl there, you'd stay in like Paradise Valley somewhere in there. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. nice. But we no, usually there's there's good options for for like you said different stuff because. You can go have a good time in Old Town. Mm-hmm. I mean, good food, good places to hang. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of good golf. You can go if you really want to like go nature and hike. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you would want to do that or not. <laughs> That's an option. I suffer from ADHD. You, so. Yo, you can drink and do those things. You can drink and hike? <laughs> you can. Fuck it. Why not? Let's walk a little bit. Yeah, Zona Golf is fire. Yeah. They, yeah, got, they got rattlers out yeah, there. Rattlesnakes. Stay out of the desert. They got rattlesnakes. You ever seen a rattlesnake? You got close. I almost got bit once. I was like, I went down in a ditch to hit this golf ball, and the motherfucker. I, I wasn't even thinking, you know, because normally I just wouldn't even go look for it. But I was, I was going down to uh, hit the ball, and this motherfucker was coiled up. I swear to God, right by my foot. Looked at him, and then just impulsively jumped, o- jumped away from it. But that could have been it, because I think when those things bite you, that's it. Yeah, you, you would. No, you're that. fine. What do you mean? You're fine if a rattlesnake bites you? Yeah. Well. You, you're probably gonna have to go to the hospital, but right, yeah. Because you know what I always think of too is like, do you ever get this? Is a dumbass question. I'm just gonna ask a dumbass question, but like, do you ever get? I'm fascinated with like alligators and crocodiles. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time like in Florida you were playing where a ball was like by the water, and are you ever not like hitting it because there might be crocodiles or alligators around? No, uh, I mean for the most part, I mean there are, there are a bunch of alligators around. A lot of times, if you're getting anywhere close, they just cruise into the water. They shoot them away. Um, Actually, some of the craziest thing, one of the craziest things I've seen in Florida is they do have saltwater crocs down, uh, like down south of Miami. I was playing a charity event at, uh, I think it's called Daring Bay, and they have like, they're big saltwater crocs. Really? Like 15 footers? Yeah. That's those, crazy. Those motherfuckers will fuck you up. Yeah. Especially when there's, I mean, they're like crocs are more towards the aggressive side than gators are. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to try. How, about, and how can you tell the one. difference between a croc and a gator? Crocs are bigger. 
Yeah, like so croc has the easiest way to tell them different or apart is crocs have like a skinnier snout or gators are a little bit more broad and rounded. Croc. They look mean too, both of them. Just if you see either one just get away. I mean, yeah, you don't need to try and What if he has the it. ball in the in, what if his your balls in his mouth? Though? Yeah, what if the ball is in if, the water? Are you going to wrestle the gator if that's what it takes to make birdie? You have to hit if the ball. It, you have like thirty seconds to hit the ball. I mean, if it, was, fucking if it was fifteen foot crocodile, Ricky, ready to you want to win or not? Well, if it was say like you had to do that to win a major, I mean, I'd I'd think about it for sure. Fuck yeah, I don't know that's what I'm talking about. Those things, dude. When did when did you stop wearing like the the crazy outfits? I don't kind of like just, just faded off. Yeah, evolved a Were little. You just bit. like I'm just done with orange one day. Like no, like I wore all I wore all. Well, I'd say I wore all orange, but I had a white sweater on um because it was a little cool uh two sundays ago at the pga um i'll still bring out some fun stuff here and there but i think part of it is like i evolved a little bit but also puma was as well um and shifting to not just making um i would say stuff, like, like yeah like loud or colorful things like say now it's a little bit more like there's a lot bigger line with puma and more options and um I'm I'm not I'm not scared to wear it anymore. Just I kind of I don't know fly under the radar a little bit more now. When you when you first started wearing that was like anybody like what the hell like when you're every a kid was wearing orange, it in the fucking world. Well, you no, did but, I mean, so much for like the youth. Right? You brought a lot lot of but youth into the game. Besides the youth, the tour like the they care. Yeah, no, it's like I just did it. I mean, it was fun for me. Like I said, growing up with like the action sports or like motocross background. When you look at what guys wear, like riding gear is usually pretty loud and like colorful and stuff and just something cool. i always like doing um i always like being different not necessarily just fitting in so it was just something kind of like i said a way to be able to have fun be different and then to be able to see kids like buying all the hats and stuff the flat and, brim and orange ones. The, you, you you created that the flat brim orange yeah like to, to see all the kids out there wearing Crazy. the stuff is like there, there's no better feeling was uh was Puma your first big endorsement? Yeah, it was um that was the f my first clothing deal that I signed. Nice. How long have you had to deal with them? I've been with them thirteen years. Wow. Good luck. This app is because I. So how does that work? Like people see the success you've had with Puma, and then I know you're with Mercedes now, right? Yes. I mean, I've got. I mean few i think around 10 or so partnerships but holy shit um yeah so early on it was i signed with puma um and it was with tide list on the uh, clubs and, and ball and so then a couple years later puma bought cobra yeah uh, from the parent company of tide list um so that was the time that i switched over and was just kind of under the umbrella with cobra and puma um and then, yeah, we've had different partnerships over the years, but some of the ones that have been the longest, uh, Rolex has basically been since almost day one. Um, Are you still with Rolex? Yep. How many Rolex have they given you? Uh, they don't necessarily just give them. You have like a, a small allowance, but it's a little bit more of just pay the partnership and we get we can get discount on, on some watches. How um, many Rolex do you have? Probably around 12. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's a sauce. Lot. What's your favorite one? That's dope. Being sponsored by Rolex. Yes. Yeah. Fuck, bro. How do you get that? He has twelve Rollies. Somewhere from Rolex. My, my favorite is probably the Platinum Daytona. 
Oh, nice. That's that's the one that's that's the one that. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't don't. Listen, sponsored by Rolex. Level. Bro. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not on your level. What's I, that? What's that you got on your wrist there? I got a fucking bead <laughs> that I got. From, I got. I'll tell you. I got. I got a bead from some camera dude at the bar because I always like to wear things on my wrist, but I'm not on fucking. Someone gave level. that to you. I'm not about to go fucking swing that's with the That's probably right? like some black magic shit you got on there. No, it's like a trust bracelet. I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> it's, <a> trust bracelet. <laughs> it's, it's probably got some good energy. This so. does have good energy, you know? No, I got it from some kid. I was just like, hey, he's like, uh, yo, you're the man. You're, the, you're great on the podcast. You know, you get the greatest guests on there. He wants to get you there. this bracelet? <laughs> I was like, yo, can I just have your bracelet? And he was like, yeah. And so that was it. No, it's lit. I'd rather have that than his Roy. Yeah. When did, by the way, you have a kid now? Yeah. Baby girl? Little girl, yeah. That's amazing. Is that taken away from golf time? Uh, not necessarily. Um, I mean, I would say compared to like me when I was living on my own, living in Florida, practicing and playing, like I'd just go to the course and go hang there all day. Mm -hmm. um, that's not necessarily the or how it goes nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, things are a little bit more efficient as far as go play, practice, but spending time at home and I mean being with being with her and Allison there's there's nothing better mm -hmm. I mean I don't know if, if you're ever gonna go there or not but. <laughs> are you kidding me I might be yeah I don't want this is the Ricky Fowl show but yeah I mean I'm gonna probably probably pop the questions very soon I might need your help what do you think about that hey you do you? Yeah. No, I don't know why she's, she's gonna she's gonna be one lucky girl I just picture the big moment and you get on your knee and you just Forgot the ring. And then yeah. it just, I don't know why, bro. Brett's going to be there. Brett will have the ring. I just don't know where to do it. Where did you propose to your girl? Uh, we're, well, I didn't plan anything out, but um, we were the weekend before the U.S. Open at Shinnecock. We we're staying at uh, Jimmy Dunn's. Uh, he lives up there in Southampton. Yeah. We we're just out cruising around. It was actually me and Allison and JT. Um, it was the day we were taking off. And so, Went and did like lunch and drinks, hung out, went down to the beach. We lived right by the beach. And uh, before we were going to go walk out there, I think Allison was downstairs. JT knew I had the ring with me. And he, we're staying across the hall from each other. And he, he leans out. He's like, You're going to bring it. It's like, Yeah. So, so you knew you were ready to go. So you are, because what I'm thinking is when yeah, you. Yeah, those are usually pre planned. Those are pre planned. Yeah. No, yeah. this wasn't pre planned at all. But really? You had the ring, though. I had the, yeah, I had the ring. But you knew you were going to propose. At, some, at point. some point, well, we we looked at rings together, like oh shit, oh, that's was, how. So you have to go look at rings together. You don't have to. No, you can, you can do it however you want. She's expecting a big rock. <laughs> I need to have a listen. <laughs> but <laughs> if you look why? What's your budget for the ring? For I, the only thing I actually would splurge on, because I'm not running around like fucking fuckface with chains in Miami. The one thing I would splurge on would be a ring for my uh for my. For what, my what do you think of yeah, dropping? I mean, I think that like I don't know. You got to see. Come you got to see what. I've yeah. never looked at a price, so I'm yeah. gonna say a number. I think I would probably spend a hundred thousand dollars max on a ring. That's a good budget. Is that crazy? No, that's good. I don't think she'll that's be crazy. happy. Anything less, what do you she think, might Ricky? not say yes. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> is that light or? or is that a lot? Rings aren't cheap. Really? So you went? Oh, Ricky splashed. You drove, oh, no, splashed. I, yeah, you did. <laughs> you, you, I mean, Rolex hooked you up with somebody. You got a discount. Bathroom. No discount there. Um, no, it's you should like go through the process and learn it's it's pretty cool to like learn why you know a certain stone is that looks pretty similar like why this is a lot more than this 
based on you know, the cut and clarity and its rating and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you to splash in your ring. You sure. had to splash in a ring. If you're yeah, it's a big girl, moment, bro. You got to splash in a ring. But like, it's like at the same time too. I'd be the guy. When I would be the guy. I'd be the guy who drop a hundred thousand. I got fucked. You like can't a buy a girl ring. a dust ring. Just do, huh? You can't buy a girl a dust ring. Yeah, and no. you'll do some stories or a feed post for them and get a little discount. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably already been doing work something. Them. I'm like, I drop in the knee and then it's like followed like the next week, like 17 ham to jewelers <laughs> swipe ups <laughs> the next fucking week. But no, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. So, but you don't have a ring yet. No, so no, I'm just, that's soon. why, like, honestly, you've been through the process, so that's why, like, I didn't even give a fuck about your golf career. I just, so that's why I'm here. We're here to, now it's the intervention <laughs> on him to work through this yeah, whole do you have advice for him or what? Any advice you can give him? What's changed for your, your life? No, when, I mean, everyone says when you know, you know, it's basically that way. If, like, you're in a position where you know, it's just, like, there's no reason to necessarily wait, but yeah. you have to figure out, one, if you're going to, are you going to look at rings together or not? One mm-hmm. that makes it easy there is then you know what she likes. But, but probably, isn't it, but isn't it supposed to, a, to be a I'd surprise, a like proposing? Because if you're shopping for rings with them, then it's not like a surprise, isn't it? Or yeah, use his leverage though and be like, hey, you know, you don't fuck. If they're him. really in that position, she probably yeah, if not necessarily. I don't, I don't think it. she knows. I mean, I blasted all of her social media. Yeah, but post. she thinks yeah. you're joking. Yeah, so. You just gotta figure out. Uh, which, I can't wait. I'm, I'm in. Which I'm way in you for go. the, the wedding's gonna be insane. I'm there's gonna be sixty five thousand invites, and there's gonna be like two hundred ninety <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> this is gonna happen. I mean, that wedding's gonna be insane. Would I mean, you go or no, Ricky? Would you stop by the wedding? Where is it? When did Boston? I ask a question? Wherever you're in town, New where are you be? <laughs> He needs one big name there. <laughs> we, need, we need a big draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm if I'm off and it's convenient, yes. You gotta come. Okay, cool. Dana will show up. No, Dana fucking turned me down. I was never so fucking mad at Dana. Really? Yeah, let me tell you the truth. For everything I've done for that fucking company, the UFC, <laughs> and for everything I've done for that sport, I go, and Dana was just so straight up about it. I was just like, yo, Dana, I was like, uh, when yeah, was this? So I think I'm getting married soon. You know, you gonna come to the wedding? And he's like, like Michael Rubin was like, yes. Everybody was like, yeah. Dana was just the one fucking dick who was like, nah, I, I don't do weddings. And I'm, he's like, but I'm, a, I'm great at giving gifts. Well, so you're he probably gets invited that. to yeah, so many fucking win win. He gets invited yeah. to so many weddings. But then I see him. I go to the fight last week, okay, in Vegas. And I sit down and we're talking. He brings me in the room during the Holly Holm fight. And uh, we're talking. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, he's talking to my guys. Like, yeah, I'm going to a wedding next week. And I was like, <laughs> really? You're going to a fucking net wedding next week? So if Dana White's not at my fucking wedding, let's just say UFC is going under. <laughs> I do find it funny. That you'll, I mean, if you go through that whole process, I, I do find it funny when people get upset when they're not invited to weddings people get upset yeah it's gonna be it's tough like, but if, if you're that close right you're invited right and it's yeah i don't know i, I almost get pumped when i'm not necessarily invited because then i'm not obligated to go right not i know anything. it probably becomes no, such a well, chore by the way your invite is already in the <laughs> that's why he mail. just said you're, that to make sure you're number invited. one they're your guest number we expect a fast it's gonna be a very <laughs> hot wedding so okay i'm oh. just saying like migos is probably gonna be coming out Bieber's gonna be probably on stage singing. Yeah, right. There's gonna be fucking. <laughs> no one's performing there. There's gonna be. It's gonna be a hot wedding. TMZ everywhere. Was JT your best man? Uh, kind of co in a way. So we did a, a super small wedding. Nice. Um, and so we had we had forty eight people. Oh shit. Um, so my best man, um, Lenny, my best friend from home from high school, um. But really, with like 48 people, it basically ends up being your immediate family and then wedding party. Mm-hmm. So 
everyone that was there was, you know, basically our, our closest friends and family. So it was, it was nice to be able to keep it small because then you could just go have fun with everyone. Yeah. You know, you're not having to, you know, go say hi or thanks to hundreds of people. Just, it was more like a glorified well, life, vacation. Life's, life's already big enough anyway, right? The way you look at it, right? Life's already big enough for you guys. You always deal with the shit anyway. Yeah. We had, we had a, a like a party a, a month later with, you know, extended friends and family from, mm -hmm. from home. But to be able to do that, like wedding weekend with a small group. Mm -hmm. How was the uh, honeymoon? Time. <laughs> we went to, I'll, I oh, will say one Eddie. thing. Puma was awesome. We got to take the jet. Nice. We did. Um, so we, we wanted to do safari, but we went to Cape Town for three days and then went on safari for three days. Um, How's the safari? Awesome, oh, dude. That's it, sick. You have to do it. You what, gotta, what'd you, you see? Talk about that. Go ahead. Sorry, cut yeah. everything. But what'd you I, see? Oh, basically, you gotta everything. go on a safari, dude. Let's don't go. even don't even talk to me about this shit. So, um, yeah, all of it. I mean, the the one that I would have liked to have seen that isn't that f usually that that many that far south in in Africa is um, cheetahs. That's my a little further animal. north. Yeah, cheetahs, cheetahs are, are awesome. Um, There's no cheetahs. There's didn't none. see any. Uh, They're there's a few but a little different area there's more around um but yeah you have to do a safari at some so what point. do you do like you do you sleep there like how does it work yeah so the place we went to uh lion sands it's a a great spot but there's so you have the kruger national park and then sabi sabi which is kind of like a private game reserve area um and there's uh different places you can go in there um and the place or the private side that we stayed at which are like basically like individual little villas. Um, so we're there for three days. Uh, every morning they uh, drop off or give you, a, you get a wake up call at like five, five fifteen. they drop off coffee uh, with usually like a daily Danish. Um, they have a local liqueur called Amarula. I would put that in the coffee, have my coffee. I'd pour some whiskey. We'd be in the car at 530. Just go cruise around, sip some whiskey, and I mean, so it's your honeymoon. So, do they warn you though? Do they warn? Are they like hands in the vehicle? Don't wander. Oh yeah, no, you're you're not getting out. You're not messing around. It's it's just. And when I say I'm sipping whiskey, I was literally sipping. I'm not out right. there. I'm just enjoying a morning cruise, looking at animals. Um, but you do that, drop you back off. You have breakfast, um, hang around, do lunch, and then you do usually do an afternoon drive around like four thirty. Do they guarantee you're going to see kills? Uh, kills? No. Like kills, like a cheetah killing a fucking... Did or a... you see any kills? We didn't see any kills. Holy oh, fuck. that sucks. No, well, that would be lit to see. I didn't yeah. expect you would see I that I thought you would sure. always see a kill. I thought it'd be like a fucking whale watch. Because like, every time you go on a whale watch, don't you see a whale? Not necessarily. Not oh, no. Really? All right. I've never been on a whale watch. Wow. If you caught it's a like, kill, it's that'd like, be fire, it's bro. It's like you're going fishing. You're always catching a fish. Bro, if you catch a kill on a safari, that's probably sick. Yes. No, it happens, but... Um, or there'll That's be times where you come though. up after it's happened. Cause a lot of times like the kills will happen at night too. So like you'll catch it when you go out that next morning. Mm. Um, so what so animals that, did you see? Lions? Yeah. Lions, uh, leopards, uh, rhinos, I mean, giraffes. I would suck yeah. though to spend all that money and not get a, like see a kill. What I would do if I was running that safari, 
I'd have like gazelles in the back, <laughs> and if shit wasn't popping, I would just fucking drive by the lions, fucking throw one in the mix, and be like, "All right, boys." Well, that's the thing. <laughs> a lot of times during the day, like that's when all the animals are just kind of chilling, right? Like that's when they're kind of just kind of cruising, hanging out. You gotta go out there. You gotta go out there at night. I wouldn't fucking leave the property until I got my money. Well, like one of the nights we stayed in a treehouse. Oh, word. And at night too, you're on. So you're on. So you're staying at the fucking treehouse, or you're staying on the property there at night. You can't really go out and like smoke a cigarette, or you know. But I'm saying you can't do that because there's animals all the fucking place, right? Oh yeah, no. We were staying in the treehouse, which probably like the, kind of the size of this living room here. And then there's a bridge that comes to it, and the bridge folds over. So like there's a about a five six foot gap between the bridge and the treehouse. But yeah, like middle of the night, we had a hyena that came up. No way. Those right things there. are nuts, especially in packs. Yeah. Hey, what'd Those you do? Things. Like, did you, did you get protected? Nothing. Mode? I could hear it because they, so hyenas don't have retractable claws. So you could hear them walking up the bridge. And I mean, we're laying in bed. I could hear something. But the door was out. locked and shit, right? No, there's, there's no doors. I mean, it's a treehouse. So what? He just he was about to walk in. No, Ricky so Fowler like would have been fucking the bridge. Dead. The bridge folds yeah. over, so there's like a five or six foot gap. Oh, and so he would have had to jump. Yeah, and come to find out afterwards. I mean, I knew that they couldn't jump that well, but you still never know. But um, come to find out afterwards, like they can't really jump at all. Okay, but still, like That's hear fun. him walking up. I kind of. I mean, the door was right where you're at, mm-hmm. and so I kind of go peek over. And right as I peeked over was when he was kind of turning and walking away. But I was from me to you. Were you scared? I wouldn't say scared. It was more like kind of gets your heart pumping a little bit because you're like, what is it? I would have went out there with a fucking baseball bat. No, you would not have. You're the biggest pussy ever. You would not have. I want to come to nature, buddy. They didn't give you, did they give you any like, uh, can you bring like a, hold the gun in there or anything? No. No? A flashlight. The flashlight. No, it's going to do a lot. It's a pack of hyenas. Those things have the they, their bite is so strong. The hyenas are nuts. The the crocs, the crocs, the hyenas, and the fucking mountain lions are my uh, are my my three my three that I'm big into. Whatever you do, I spend hours and hours ones? and hours on YouTube, just down a dark rabbit hole. Yeah, that's all the best. Time. Those are my favorite. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So with the tournaments coming up at uh, Columbus, Ohio, we're gonna be we're gonna be cheering for you. I think DM us and shit. If you guys want us to pull up, we'll go. 100 percent dude yeah i think we're gonna head to new york i think we're gonna head to new york tomorrow right yeah yeah i think we go to new york tomorrow get some get some shit we follow you every hole though right yeah like you'll have a huge or a group of us i guess he already has a big but you gotta be careful goes places yeah but i know no especially with the i mean with what the weather and stuff looks like out there and and especially with where we are like kind of past covid and all that and people are like stoked to be back out at sporting events and like doing things so I think this year there's going to be a good amount of people and a good turnout at the tournament. I'm going to bring oh. a pet hyena on. A you got to show up in the all orange. I I'm going to show up in an all orange and a pet hyena. Yeah, I'm you fucking should. Walk around and follow you for eighteen holes for good luck. Because <laughs> shit needs to turn around fast, Ricky. Let's go. This this was it. This was our. This our is the time where fucking shit turns around. Right now is when Fowler's back. Hell yeah, he's back. Are we good? We're yeah, always cool. good. I love it. All right, Ricky. I right, really appreciate it, bro. Rick, thanks, bro. Shout out to Ricky. Shout out, Ricky. Cool.